Hello, and welcome to another episode of Alcoholitics. I am your host, Terrain Myricks. I'm joined by, oh wait, no, I am not. Unfortunately for us, uh, Katrina Myricks had a little bit of a... Um, uh, she's not here to for so i don't want to like divulge anything katrina went to the doctor okay so she went to the doctor she's 100 fine but she's not feeling up to this episode which is completely okay um she's going to uh watch archer and fall asleep um and honestly i think she'd rather do that than this sometimes so it's okay <laughs> it's completely okay um thankfully um at the 11th hour um, we were lucky enough to uh, get a hit from a from a friend of the pod who uh, is gracious enough to join us to be the the co-host today, the guest co-host. So, welcome, guest co-host Arista Voorhees. Arista, how are you? I'm doing good. I have pretty big shoes to fill as uh, as the guest co-host, I guess. Yes, you do have to get. You do have to be incredibly pessimistic and angry. <laughs> And you, there's no, you don't get, you, I will be the voice of mild hope, because let's not pretend that I'm like a super fucking optimist as it is, but I will, I will uh, present hope and you will beat it to death with a baseball bat. I think that's the dynamic. I think that's, that's pretty easy. <laughs> that's pretty easy. So, so tell me, how have you been? Uh, we, uh, just to, to. For people who don't know, if you don't know, it's crazy, because if you listen to the podcast, you have to know Arista. Um, he is a part of uh, the group chat that I often reference, and uh, I I talk to you a lot there, but I don't get to see you a lot in person. How have you been? What's been going on? Yeah, this fall has been a very busy fall. Um, we we made a, a almost impulsive, I want to say, decision <laughs> to, to buy a puppy, uh, and, you know... If you Google pictures of puppies, you get that dopamine hit. They're so yeah. cute. They're wonderful. And it turns out that is that doesn't transfer in real life. <laughs> <laughs> they, uh, they, they are not like a well-behaved dog. And it could take up to two years for them to become a well-behaved dog. Mm -hmm. So uh, I love my little my little demon child. But yeah. uh, she is... Um, she She's a nightmare and a half sometimes. I've seen... I love her. I've seen various videos of her she is so cute um now uh, she's very cute sometimes seems like a nightmare the 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 video of you just having her run up and downstairs until she gets tired <laughs> katrina saw it and he's like jesus Christ. yeah so we have to basically walk her a good twice uh 45 minutes a day twice and then a 20 minute walk a day and then have to play a bunch of like games with her. And I love, honestly, I love doing it. She's yeah. really fun to play with, but it's just like constant. So she is right. a Portuguese water dog, which is the same dog that President Obama has. Um, yeah. And they are very high energy dogs. Yes. So we have to very much uh, keep her going and it's entertaining. And so that's been my, uh, that's been what my fall was. She is six months old now. And uh, what, what is her name? If you don't mind, uh, Bonnie. If you don't mind sharing. It's, it's it's Bonnie, and we we call her Bonifer, which is a, a short for Bonnie and Lucifer because she is Satan. Fair, fair, fair. <laughs> I just want to point out before you go on that you uh, did point out that it was the Obamas' dogs, right? The uh, the the Obamas when they were in the White House had Portuguese water dogs. Their dogs' names were Bo and Sunny, and your dog's name is Bonnie. I'm oh not my. gonna pretend that you like. Are you gonna pretend right here that you didn't? 
absolutely steal the name of that. No, no. Your face is like you're learning this for the first time. Is that true? That's very true. I didn't. Uh, we, we, we were legitimately just like on a walk one day, like a week before getting her and like, what should we name her? How about like Bonnie? And we both loved it. And then that's. It's a, uh, it's a lovely I mean, name. I love the name Bonnie. I, well now it's, it's yeah i will say i do apologize for it. absolutely but i will say, i also want to point out that i have been sitting on this because i was going to do it when I, saw, <laughs> I was going to do it when i've seen you when i see you in person but i'm like this is good enough i was going to do it either when i see you in person or if we ever both joined a um uh, a bloom zoom um i was going to hit you with that but this works too i like this <laughs> uh. Well, you got a live reaction. I did. <laughs> so, it, you you looked, content. you your face, <laughs> I kind of wish this was a video episode. Your face <laughs> looked truly, you looked truly vexed. <laughs> you also. Yeah, this is like. No, go ahead. It's like naming your child and then finding out that, that your kid is named something <laughs> like, something, you know, after, mm. after a famous person who's done something bad. I don't mm. know. Yeah. <laughs> And I, it's tough because I'm, I, my, my six-year-old little Kevin Spacey is pretty fucking. Like, <laughs> I thought I, I did it at the time, and I thought it was fine, and then, and then, holy shit, uh oh, spaghettios, mm. yeah, can't trust, can't trust anybody. But I'm, yeah, uh, you also, um, you also have been just gallivanting, uh, wedding to wedding, like you're fucking, <laughs> like how, how, how. How much fun has that been? Because that, to me, it seems it, like it can either be incredibly fun or incredibly stressful. Yeah, a little bit, a, a nice mix of both. Um, uh, not to spoil a future segment we have, but uh, I'm getting married next year. So it was nice to uh, um, think about my wedding in relation to these other weddings, kind of what we liked, what we didn't yeah. like. Um that being said, there were some duds. Uh, they don't listen to this podcast, so if you're if you're listening to this podcast, uh, your, your wedding was great. I loved it. Um, some weddings I went to, not a fun time. Oh my god! I was gonna make a joke about you taking stuff from other weddings so you can crush the other weddings uh, under your feet, but I mean, I think you beat me by just straight up calling out some of the weddings you had. You're like, mm, I don't know. No, I'm serious. If you listen to this podcast, I loved your wedding. Yeah. If you you know people who don't. Didn't love it. Got it. I now see what's happening. Um, <laughs> I I somehow missed that. <laughs> you were truly because I'm like this is a fucking wild move, but I respect it. <laughs> um, incredibly wild move. Uh, before no, we... it sounds like I'm being sarcastic. The you're people you're who being serious. To your right wedding. Now. I loved it. Yeah, yeah. I had an amazing time. Yeah. The, my friends who would not listen to the do do not listen to this wedding didn't. Wasn't good time. Okay, I so I I've I've now finally gotten to the understanding that you are serious. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. First I thought you were serious. Then I'm like, oh, he's doing a bit. He's like, everyone who listens, I loved it. And everyone who doesn't, I don't. But no, you're being legit serious. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, and honestly, if you don't listen to this podcast, I don't think you have good taste anyway. So you're probably not very good. At playing. I don't mean that. Yeah. Please, I don't mean that. To anyone who eventually will listen to the podcast, I'm sure. I'm sure Arista was wrong, and your wedding was great. Um, <laughs> uh, before we get into the stuff that the, the stuff that I have in the outline, um, I wanted to just quick touch base about movies. Um, mm. We used to host a. I, I would. We used to host a podcast together where we talked about movies. 
Um, and then we watched a movie called Audition, uh, suggested by our guest that day, uh, Andrew Durfler. And uh, we never did an episode again because that movie was fucking horrifying. And I, I will never forgive him for that. Um, what movies have you been watching lately? What, what, or movies or shows have you been watching lately? And what do you like? What do you, what are you into? Okay, I can give a good rundown off the cuff. Um, I've been watching a show called Fleischman is in Trouble. It's on okay. FX or Hulu. Um, I, I, I'm really, it's seven episodes are out so far of eight, and I've watched all seven, but I can't decide if it's good. It's one of those, like, mm-hmm. this is white people having, uh, being upset about their problems. And I'm yeah. like, okay, uh, great. The white lips. Um, <laughs> and it's trying to it's trying to sell me that Jesse Eisenberg is like a sex symbol. And I, I don't. Yeah, that's what I saw. So I've seen promos for it. I didn't watch it because I, I wasn't super interested, but I definitely like saw people in the cast that I was into. But it definitely was like it was like when he was like Lex Luthor. Right. Where you're like, what? are we trying to pretend this guy has like a, like a heaping amount of like swagger and gravitas that I didn't know about. And like all the Jesse heads out there that are going to get fucking pissed. <laughs> like, like I just, he, Jesse to me, heads. he, he falls to me in the same realm as like a Michael Sarah or like a, there's a third, there's a third of the triumvirate, but I can't remember. It's, it's Michael Sarah, it's Jesse Eisenberg, and there's like a third guy who's like basically the same as those two. And I can't, it'll kill me, but I'll find it later. Uh, but yeah, he just like, like he seemed, it was, I, I just didn't understand like, is, like he's just like a straight up like player in it. Like if you can give like a non-spoiler spoiler of what his character oh, is. It, it, Sure. So he 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 he's playing a man named Doctor Toby Fleischman. He is a liver doctor, and his uh, his his ex wife. He divorces his wife, and his ex wife just leaves his kid the, the kids with them, and then disappears. And so there's a little bit of a mystery of where did she go? Um, and he's trying to like live his life in New York City while being a doctor and having his two kids, trying to figure out what's going on. And like literally the, the first opening scene of the whole show is him just going through Tinder on his phone and. <laughs> Like getting all these matches, yes, 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 mm-hmm. yes. I'm like, I don't believe it. It doesn't. Like, <laughs> it, it doesn't. I don't. I don't. I, it doesn't connect with me yeah. a little bit. But uh, yeah, I mean, again, it's it's like I can't decide if it's good or not. But I'm watching it. Um, yeah. You know, I've recently um, with friends watched all of the Twilight films. Mm. I can't, there were five movies, I think. Um, there were five of them and I can tell you maybe two to three things that happened at all. And it was, I, have you ever seen the movies before I go in? <laughs> I think I might have watched part of the first one. Yeah. And then I tried to read part of the first book when I was, uh, in high school actually. And then as I was, as I was carrying the book down the hall, a girl looked at me and went, Arista's <laughs> reading Twilight, and I never picked it up again. Oh no! Oh no! That is such a that is that is devastating. <laughs> but but from like culture, I think I know the general gist. Yeah. I will never watch them. I guess okay. It's a, so it's a movie. It's a movie series of looks. It, it's a lot of face acting, um, and silences to try to compensate for the fact that like in the movies, and I'm saying this, I mean this. In the movies, 
Kristen Stewart has no personality whatsoever. Like, truly, it is you're watching a bucket of water be in a movie that is that has, like, a premise that is so fucking, like, wild. You'd think it'd be wild and crazy. And it is just boring. <laughs> it is it is just so unbelievable. But, that, but then they throw something random in there so that you're like, oh, okay, this is crazy. My bad. <laughs> like, the the entirety of the, the series, they really make sure that you know that know who is a vampire by making them wear the whitest makeup in the history of time. It truly looked like they were like, all right, we're doing this, and then in 10 minutes we have to go be mimes down the street. It's fucking <laughs> crazy. <laughs> well, well, my follow-up question to you is going to be um... – were you team Edward or team Jacob? I was, here's the thing. If I, if I'm hard pressed to pick one, I think I gotta go team Edward. Ooh. I will say, I think that team Jacob, I think would, I would be on team Jacob normally. I think, I, I think I would be on team Jacob, except he is a whiny little bitch for the entirety of the series. Just like pouting and like yelling at Bella because Bella doesn't, because Bella wants to be with Edward, not him. And then some real weird nonsense shit goes down regarding quote imprinting unquote. And I'm so, not gonna, so I'm not gonna go into it. Y'all look this up. <laughs> It's... Oh, no, no. I was going to ask you, how do they resolve that love triangle? Can I? They, they resolve it by him. I'm not kidding. I'm not making this up. This is a this is what happened in the fucking movie. Bella has a baby. Now, they've they've introduced the idea of what they call imprinting, which I believe is romantic and sexual in nature. Right. So. You can see where I'm going with this. Bella has a baby. And then it's like at the end of one of the movies. I can't fucking remember which one. But Bella has a baby. And then like Jacob like goes into the room, I guess, with the baby. And then like goes down to one knee and like like put like and, and like like puts his head down. I guess indicating that he imprinted upon the baby. And like you would th like they played it as if they played it as if so holy shit I'm talking about this way longer than I thought I would be. <laughs> we they played it as Keep if going. they played it as if he um like is just super protective of her and is like I love her in the sense that I need to protect her. But then like he has a line in the movie, uh, in one of the later movies where he goes where he says to Edward, "Should I start calling you dad?" <laughs> and I'm like, "What the fuck?" So he really is gonna like he's in love with the baby. He's in love with the baby. That's not good. We don't want that, I don't think. I think that's bad overall. Yeah, so I do remember someone explaining that to me once and my reaction being very, what is this? Why? Watching it, watching it truly, I that scene when it happened, I went through backflips in my head to go, this isn't what the fuck it is. <laughs> I'm like, there's just no, there's just no way they would allow for this to happen. And then like, as it gets on, it's just like, oh no, that's 100% what this is. He's like, I'm going to marry this baby. <laughs> Taylor Lautner, <laughs> who was an adult at time of filming, 
was like, I'm gonna marry this baby. No, don't do that. Don't do that movie. <laughs> Made me very uncomfortable in move in a movie that like in a movie series that is clearly super uncomfortable. <laughs> don't don't watch the movie. But also, I don't. I I, I oscillate and then I'm gonna and then we're gonna fucking move on. <laughs> but I do 100% oscillate between. Uh, don't watch this movie ever. And I think you guys maybe should watch this movie. <laughs> <laughs> like like I don't know just some of it I I don't know if it has enough in there for me to be like definitely watch it it's fucking bonkers but there are some really bonkers things that happen within there that I think people might enjoy <laughs> in terms of well, it, it being might, bad <laughs> I think it might be a good hate watch I uh, yeah, I, yeah. I'll, I'll add it to the list or maybe not. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Just add it to a list and then just put like a bunch of asterisk and question marks next to it. Like, do I need to do this? The answer is no, don't. But like, maybe do. I don't know. Um, let's get into the actual show. Um, so lo- long story short, my my MacBook went bye-bye. Again, uh, this is another MacBook that has messed up. And um, I don't learn. I don't back anything up or whatever. But so I wasn't able to cover a story that is just absolutely like dog shit old. And like I understand that it's old and no one cares and it's already we've we we have so many news cycles. It's gone and it's it's there and gone. But I have to talk about the former president trying to hawk NFTs. I just have to. I would go to podcast jail if I didn't bring this up at some point. I just am so mad because I had it last. It was it was there. I was ready. And then everything fucked up. So you watched the, like, YouTube video of an announcement, right? Like, you watched the, <laughs> yes, the full yes, announcement? Yes, and- yes. I mean, my first thought legitimately was, it, how is this not SNL? <laughs> like, yes. Like, my first thought was, like, this is a skit. Like, it truly, this is a bit. I was like, I, I, I was like, I, I looked and saw it on Twitter and went, there's just no fucking way this is real. And I, like, I, for some dumb reason, gave Donald Trump the benefit of the doubt. And I went and I looked it up other places to find that it was fully true the former president of the united states is selling for i think like 99 dollars a card question mark <laughs> he's selling just cards of like like nfts i guess which he called digital trading cards of him in various like dress right like he's an astronaut in one of them and he's a superhero in one of them and guys do you remember he's running for president again this is bananas this is, I, I was so mad because I couldn't make any Coolidge coin jokes. I couldn't throw those in there or I couldn't throw in Barry Bucks jokes. I was fucking furious. I, I, sorry. It's about the president being weird and not about me being angry. Um, did you, <laughs> what do you think? I, I saw a bunch of, um, so in Trump world in like the MAGAverse of online people who love the president and love the former president and will do anything to like please him. We saw some cracks when that announcement was made. What do you think of what do you what do you think uh MAGA world and like the general uh MAGA base feels about this uh 
major announcement that turned out to be an NFT drop. Well, uh, first, uh, he he hyped up the major announcement for like weeks in advance, didn't he? He was like, on December, whatever, I am making a major, major announcement. And it was, you know, a two minute NFT commercial. But <clears throat> to answer your question, like you, you saw guys like Steve Bannon kind of saying this is a, kind of a joke. Um, and, uh, you know, uh, I like to sometimes pop on the conservative uh, subreddit just to read what they're thinking and mm -hmm. there was not not a very positive reaction um, yeah. on their end either they they kind of some of them some people have started to realize that it's 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 all been a grift right. uh too that's i i so i do think uh one of the things is like what there's no i i i every so often i think that he is doing something to just try to see how many people will still hold on this to me feels just so outlandishly it, it makes no sense. He did it on the heels of a fucking like crypto crash, which I find very funny. Yeah. Like he did it like just as we're all like, oh, this is all fake and it's made up. And like, uh oh, like it just it was it it made no sense in the in the terms of like most of his grifts. Right. Like, I don't understand why he's not just trying to collect campaign cash. That's like. He's running for president. That's what he oh, does. No, 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 no. It, it, it's not for his campaign. I don't know if you saw this. Yeah. <laughs> right. It, it, on his website, it says like in an FAQ, it said like, mm -hmm. this is no part of this is going towards campaign. So it's it's yeah. it, it's his money. Well, here's the thing, though. I think his campaign money also is what he thinks is his money. So I don't like well, like yeah. I, that's what I mean by like, I think the grifter it just wants to grift, but I think that there are more, like, he's run more successful grifts before he became the president, after all. <laughs> but, like, like this one seemed, like, just really low rent. Like, very, very, like, no one wanted this. Like, this isn't a grift that, like, you, you, the, the key to grifting, and we all know that I'm the best fucking grifter out there, so I know exactly what I'm talking about. The key to grifting is you have to convince someone that they want something and that you're the one who can give it to them. No one wants your fucking digital trading cards. I'm like, what are we doing? Here's, here's where I get to, the, to be the poor cold water on you. It's it sold out. It, they, they sold out. No, they, they fucking they... well. Hang on, how many? Did oh, you they didn't have? know that? No, um, no, no. This is this is hard to hear. <laughs> this is so hard to hear. What do you mean they sold out their digital trading yeah. cards? Did he make seven of them? What are we talking about? Yeah, it's uh, um, I will. Uh, I'm trying to look this up in real time, real quick. No it's... worries. Sold out in one um, day, according um... to Forbes. Uh, so made four point four. Never mind. His base is still with him. They're all still. They're all still drinking all of the Kool Aid. It's uh, now. It's now just... let me let me throw some cool water on that. Thank is Christ, that, please. Um... I need you to. I mean, I mean. Yes, Trump made $4 million or whatever, but there has been a lot of complaints of people going, well, where's my actual card? Because they think, <laughs> what? <laughs> you know, uh, what did I spend my money on? And then and then I, I don't know how the NFT market works. Uh, you know, I'm not going to pretend to, yeah. but their their value is plummeted. So you buy them for 99 bucks and you want to resell them yeah. because that's the thing you can do. You're not going to resell it for $99. Um, so yeah, that's crazy. at least the dumb people who bought Trump NFTs uh lost money i guess that's <laughs> but 
I don't know, man. Yeah. It's it's he he. If it's stupid and it works, it's not stupid. And Trump uh, just made four four million dollars or yeah. four, you know, uh, yeah, a I, lot of money. I, I, I think. I, I I don't know if I necessarily believe if it works, it's not stupid. I, I think I think that might be I think that might be the only thing I disagree with you on, which is it could still be stupid and work. <laughs> that's that's how a lot of not but yeah, I, I also don't know how um NFTs work. I keep calling my friend Sam about it to see if he can tell me anything. I, but I just, he's not answering for some reason. He's not returning the calls? No, I think he went on a, I think he went on a vacation to the Bahamas. So he's probably just out, you know, soaking up all that sun. Um, so there's just, I'll get, I'll get to him uh, in like 25 to life. Uh, so <laughs> I, what do you think? I feel, so, so we know that the Trump campaign's never going to be like a well-oiled machine, but they are, they will always walk around with all of the name ID in the world. They will always walk around with a lot of advantages because they have a lot of people already just kind of ensorcelled by them. Um, but my, I, my thought process is you, uh, you know, if you would announce that you're running for president, I imagine you should run for president. Um, he announced he was running for president, then kind of disappeared from the face of the earth until he was like, hey, do you guys want to purchase this online nonsense? What do, what do we think? Uh, do, do we think this is uh, his attempt to get more of his name out there for votes? I don't, I don't understand how this helps your campaign. I, I don't. And I don't. I, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if helping his campaign is necessarily his number one goal. I think giving him money is his number one goal. Yeah. But. But he, he's been, I don't know, he's been potentially laying low because he's been hit with a slew of bad news after bad news after bad news mm-hmm. uh, for the last two weeks. I, look, I, I'm not going to try to speculate what he he thinks is good or bad. Um, but uh, I know if you can think of uh, what, what what benefits Donald Trump the most, number one, like what nets him the most money, that's mm-hmm. the, the dumbest outcome uh that's what it is so yeah i think this nft nonsense was wow i can make money yeah i i think it's a way to make a quick buck and i don't think it like it obviously doesn't in, in, uh, advance uh any political <laughs> goals of his and and truly he needs to start doing that because though you know he still will have front runner status until he lo- doesn't get that nomination there are threats now like there are actual threats now and i think right now there are few threats and i mean that in the sense that there aren't that many people that are going to go into this race and potentially compete but he does have some specific threats that he needs to face in his newly home state for example with ron DeSantis. like he's got an actual race that he needs to run to get that like i don't think he has the nomination locked up i think it's it it's like clearly he's the person to beat but i uh i i don't I don't see this as a as a helpful thing for your presidential campaign, and I don't know why you want to go out of the gate and shoot yourself in the foot immediately. But I mean, the 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 guy the guy seems to believe he's Teflon, and sometimes he is. He's he's been unkillable. He's been unkillable mm-hmm. except for one Joseph Robinette Biden, but he's been unkillable within the Republican base. I should Robinette. say within the Republicans. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's been unkillable. Oh yeah, so. I, 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 that's it's it's. He has all of the like until there are Republicans that can that will prove that they are willing to stand up to uh, stand up to him. 
And I mean that in like a terms of like, like we see the ones that do, right? The ones that do get turfed out, uh, lose primaries, quit. <laughs> like, but the, the, the everybody else is very, very afraid. And you need other than like, you know, the blue state, the blue state Republicans like Charlie Baker, Larry Hogan, like everybody else. If you're a congressional Republican and you take this guy on, it it tends to backfire on you. I'm very interested in seeing when um, DeSantis starts throwing some punches. Because, like, I mean, I if you're going to enjoy it from afar, but yeah. I think the outcome is going to just be I hate all of this. Oh, so. yeah. oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Let's move on to unless you have any final words on uh, NFTs. <laughs> like, what's no, your I, what's your favorite I, NFT? <laughs> Oh my god! I, I don't I I don't understand the concept and like no. look I can go on a quick tangent here. Someone explained to me what NFTs were back in oh man maybe like 2017 or 18 about how they were like related to like digital sports cards like mm-hmm. uh, in basketball the NBA specifically is how it was explained to me. And now all of a sudden it's a crazy market that went up and then crashed and like. I don't know. I feel like you're an idiot if you uh, invested in an NFT <laughs> with, with serious dollars. So. I, I, here's, here's what I know about NFTs, which is literally nothing. Um, I know that they're called non-fungible tokens and they're supposedly uncopyable question mark. So it's just, you have the only, like the, there's, it's a digital I fuck it. I'm done. Let's move to the yeah, next topic. Exactly. I don't care. It's it's who I don't even know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't care. I don't care. And yeah. everybody who and everybody who's like terrain. Oh no! Here's how it works. Don't ever talk to me. <laughs> I don't. Yeah. I don't need it. And I will come to you if I need help on this. And truly, this is not like much like quicksand. I don't think this is something that's going to affect my life at all. So I don't need to learn too much about it in order to continue to exist successfully. Um, so moving on, we have, uh, according to uh, my, according to my outline, it looks like Magic the Gathering is having a problem with Lauren Boebert. Uh, oh, Marjorie Taylor Greene, my bad. Um, <laughs> Marjorie Taylor Greene and Lauren Boebert are having a another tiff. Uh, if you remember, Politico reported um, a couple months back that there was uh, an issue with Lauren Boebert and Marjorie Taylor Greene. Lauren Boebert was uh, apparently very angry that Marjorie Taylor Greene would have the audacity to go to white nationalist events with Nick Fuentes and um, speak there, which is like, Lauren, do you know who votes for you? Do you know, like, what are you talking about? You, you seem pretty upset about a group that, like, fucking love you, dog. Um, but now it has come to another uh, another tiff. Uh, according, uh, apparently, Lauren Boebert um, is a Never Kevin uh, <laughs> member of the House. Uh, Never Kevins are people who say that they will never vote for Kevin McCarthy. Uh, go ahead and put a pin in that because they're definitely going to vote for Kevin McCarthy. So just watch out for that. Um, all of the Never Kevins, uh, we got the Boberts and the Gateses. Just wait. Just just wait. They're going to vote for Kevin and you get to like poke fun at them and stuff like that. Um, I, <laughs> Marjorie Taylor Greene is saying that the wh- what we need in this country is unity. We all need to work together to make sure we kick brown people out and make sure that uh, women are forced to have babies that they uh, absolutely do not want to have and cannot afford to have. Um, And Lauren Boebert took a shot at uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene while on 
Charlie Kirk's show um, saying that, you know, she agrees with uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene on many things, but Marjorie Taylor Greene says some crazy things such as Jewish space lasers. <laughs> um, what did you gather from this fight? And like my, my problem is I, I, I have this I have this problem where. The resistance Twitter in me loves <laughs> when there's like an implosion and there's a uh, MAGA in disarray story. Um, but the rest of me, uh, the part that, you know, is rational is like, yeah, this doesn't matter. <laughs> this doesn't matter at all. It's just kind of a fun, entertaining thing to watch these two hate each other. But they're also like really awful and will still vote. Like I compare their voting records. I can't imagine it's different. What do you think about this uh, this feud? Yeah, so so when I first kind of read the headlines about it, I, I thought like, oh, Lauren Boebert is realizing she won by like, I don't know, 200 votes in yeah. her last election. Like, maybe she realizes I need to not be crazy. That's what I thought. And then like, you know, two days later, she's still allying herself with the Matt Gates of the world. Mm. She's, you know, allying herself with people who call Zelensky a pedophile and, yeah. and kind of being anti-Ukraine and making big shows about all that stuff. It's like, she's not... I, I had naively thought, you know, maybe she's having a come to Jesus moment uh, and maybe I should tone down the crazy a little bit. Yeah, no. I think the I, I don't think she's realized that. I think the problem is we always like we always just be like, we want you to learn your lesson, right? Yeah. Like learn your lesson. You can't be a bigot and continuously like win and succeed and thrive. And she took a scare, like a real scare. Like her, her race was recount territory. Like it is, it is very, very close. And she took that and went, I can't be aligned with Marjorie Taylor Greene openly. Get me Matt Gates, bring him in here. I'm going to hang out with him, him and Charlie Kirk. It's going to be great. Uh, like, I think it's, it's, it's so, <laughs> it's one of those things where it's like, there, I don't care who wins, obviously. Like, I don't care. Both of you destroy each other. That's great. Um, Marjorie Taylor Greene's in a safer, in a safer place. Um, uh, Lauren Boebert's, Lauren Boebert's career may be over in 2024 when she's, uh, in that same district, but it's a presidential year and she's still on her bullshit. Um, <laughs> I, I, but I, but I do, I must say, I do love when Republicans and like the really shitty ones fight each other. I love it. The, the, uh, relationship between Mitch McConnell and Donald Trump <laughs> is one of my favorite relationships in Washington where Mitch McConnell hates this man with the burning intensity of a thousand suns <laughs> and Trump, if he could get away with it, would strangle Mitch McConnell with his bare hands. <laughs> it's one of those things where it's like, oh, can both of the people lose? Can, 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 yeah. can there be like a way where no one wins this fight? Um, what are your, what's your dream? Um, we have, we have a current fight between Marjorie Taylor Greene and Lauren Boebert. Who are two other, uh, two other congressional, uh, e either Senate or house members that you want to see really go at it? Oh, Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm trying to think here. I'll tell you mine. Uh, um... I'll tell you mine. Yeah, go well, ahead. While you I'll think, I'll tell you mine. And this is not even ideologically, like, it's not it's not ideology-based. It's just a, I, I, I want, and Kirsten Cinema sort of ruined this, 
but I wanted to see Angus King and Bernie Sanders uh, get de- throw down in the ring. Uh, there can only be one independent in here <laughs> and, and really see, uh, really see them take the, I'd love to see like a figure four leg lock. Bernie like takes out King and like gives him the rock bottom. And he, when he goes to do the people's elbow, King pops up and gives him the stone cold stunner. Um, as this, uh, is this, uh, two thousands wrestling working for anybody out there? <laughs> okay. Okay. So <laughs> You're good, yeah. I, I, I think we, we, well, I'll give a serious answer. Um, mm-hmm. Love him or hate him, and boy, do I hate him. Mitch McConnell is easily one of the most, uh, like... Consequential. Best, but consequential. Like, he knows how to do his job real yeah. well. He knows how to herd the cats very well, so mm-hmm. to speak. And he's been doing it for decades. Yeah. is Kevin McCarthy is possibly the antithesis of that. <laughs> he is literally like... Do, do you do, Would you consider him the least political savvy, Can like... I- Kevin McCarthy is so bad at his he he exudes weakness. Kevin McCarthy is going to like one of my things that I love is Kevin McCarthy, even though the, the Republicans are going to have the House. Kevin McCarthy is going to be miserable for at the very least two years trying to corral, especially when he has like a I think nine, like maybe eight or nine, like a single digit seat majority. Right. Yeah. He has to keep all of these motherfuckers together and that's impossible and he currently doesn't have the cobbled votes to get the speakership he doesn't have the votes right now if the if it was held today he may not win <laughs> I, I think kevin mccarthy is absolutely a a a spineless sniveling puddle of a man Yes. Oh, yeah. He 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 looks in the mirror and says, "I'm going to be speaker of the house," and mm-hmm. that's and he his end goals are are that. But he goes he's doing it the wrong way. He's like I said, the least politically savvy person I've ever met. I mean, better men, and I'm using the word better as in like better at the job. Republican men have done it um, more recently. Better um, John Boehner. Uh, um, Paul Ryan, like they were better at the job. Yeah. He, he, again, I, I dislike them very much, but they're better at the job. And mm-hmm. it's funny to watch him just be so weak. Just, oh, yeah. They, they, they like to throw out the, the Dems in disarray phrase a lot. Where, where's the good Republicans in disarray mm-hmm. alliterative phrase? Because that's, it's, it's hilarious to oh, watch. Oh, yeah. There, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a circus with no with the ringleader who's living in florida and like just sending in some insano clowns to try to like get stuff done like that's where the like that's where the leadership is they are still the party of donald trump and as long as donald trump is is like the the de facto leader of the republican party there he has to jump through the dumbest of hoops <laughs> and go through the dumbest of like nonsense to fit in with these absolute like just people who are who are not based in reality. That said, I will say Marjorie Taylor Greene recently coined something blue anon, and I loved it. I will admit, I loved it. I I I, I love the phrase blue anon. I know it's hold bu- on. I know. <laughs> I know it's bullshit and like I know that she's taking the thing that she believes in and that she everyone knows is insane and turning it on its head and blah blah blah. I love blue. I think it's funny. I, and I think I've heard it before, so I'm not gonna give her all the credit, but blue anon's pretty funny. Is that supposed to be like a Democrat like Yes uh play the, on QAnon the, like they're all we're all 
Yeah. So she... who's our JFK Jr.? <laughs> Ted Kennedy. We um so <laughs> we we she tweeted um she tweeted like the uh, Los Angeles Times article that uh, said landmark January sixth report concludes Trump intentionally misled and provoked. To which she said, "The real conspiracy theorists are the Democrats." Blue Anon is the greatest threat to our democracy. And I'm just like, I I love that juxtaposition of, I think, I know that the thing I believe is ridiculous. (laughs) Like, like, I believe, I believe QAnon stuff to my fucking core, but it is ridiculous. So I can't use it as an insult for somebody else. And I'm like, wait, what? Uh, yeah. That's funny. It is very, very funny. Um, I think so, so my thing here about this uh this clash that they're having Lauren Bobert's in the more precarious position because she can see like there there are multiple ways that she gets turfed out right she can get a challenge to her right which um though it's hard to define like it's hard to believe someone could be to the right of Lauren Bobert you it, does, it doesn't necessarily mean that it doesn't necessarily think they don't need to be as long as they're backed by Donald Trump and Marjorie Taylor Greene, which they're both currently backing Kevin McCarthy as speaker and Lauren Boebert isn't. So that puts her in that precarious position. But also if she goes too hard extremist, it puts her very, very uh, in, in jeopardy in, in 2024 when she's back up in that same district. What do you think? Uh, if you were to dish out some advice to Lauren Boebert right now, what would the, I, I don't know if, it, if anyone can tell that I am making this show retire. I, I don't know. Take your, take your really good Fox news job and, and truly. And like, <laughs> there you, we go. Quick. You, she, I think she has the cred that she could do Fox. She doesn't have to lower herself to like OAN or Newsmax. She can go to the real deal Fox news network yeah. and shit talk fucking marjorie taylor green all day she could she just dye her hair blonde uh because you know fox news only loves blonde women only Um, blonde only blonde women (laughs) except except when tulsi gabbard except when tulsi gabbard gets to fucking guest host tucker carlson's show i'm embarrassed hold on i'm embarrassed because there was one point in my life where i was like Oh my god! Maybe Tulsi is good. Wait, wasn't it? Was it? We were in college, right? Where you were like yeah. not like yeah. Okay, let's be clear. Tulsi hasn't been this Tulsi forever, right? Like I don't think like no. I I though I don't think I ever like you know like Tulsi Gabbard. I don't think I ever was like holy shit, she's dangerous. Yeah, I mean, I'm not saying like I was like. A- putting up signs in my front yard or anything for, but you can't, I was definitely like, she, she could have, she could be a future leader of the Democrat party, but the democratic party, excuse me. But it's, I, I, yeah, it's, it's like liking a a certain musical artist who is now um, unviable to listen to. Did you, did you, (laughs) did you watch those? uh, Did you watch those interviews? (laughs) Did you watch that Alex Jones interview? My man, (laughs) I I listened to a, a fine podcast episode reporting on the, <laughs> the 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 alex jones interview you're, you're talking about i swear but, uh, it's 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 a it's a sight to behold and it's so tough because it's just like oh man i remember college dropout and how much i loved it and now i'm like yeah. i can only like go on like a i can only i have to find, if i if i want to listen to it which i haven't <laughs> let's be clear everybody i haven't don't 
come at me. <laughs> I haven't. But if I wanted to listen to it, I would have to like go to like YouTube and find a way, like like find someone who posted it where they like where no one gets paid for it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like that's the only way I could justify. I can't ju- like I can't justify listening to it on like on like Apple Music. I just can't. <laughs> I can't do it. It's tough. This fucking guy. This fucking yeah. guy. So anyway, yeah, that's uh, Tulsi Gabbard sucks uh, as well. Yeah. Tulsi um, Gabbard does also suck. Kirsten Cinema sucks. We haven't talked really about that. Uh, I think the show has. But, I actually, but you and yeah, I have. no, no. Could you brought this up because I'm of the opinion that this was a shrewd political move. Oh, to yeah. Basically, force force her to stay on the ballot because uh, I think in our communications, you were you you might disagree with me. Um, yeah. Where I think that uh, in, um, uh, Kirsten Cinema moving to independent basically forces it so that the Democrats don't run a candidate because that would split the ticket too much. So, and you tell me why you disagree with that. I don't completely disagree with you. I think that's what the plan is. I think the plan is, uh, Kirsten cinema, uh, moves to an, uh, moves as an independent. It's a very, it's a very purple state, uh, elections for statewide elections in Arizona are fucking close now. Like, they're very close, and Democrats have been winning, but it's very close. She knows she would lose a primary, no question. Ruben Gallego would fucking walk up and down the street uh, <laughs> like like it's over for her. So she made it so that Dems risk the control of the Senate, which a 2024 map is not very kind to Democrats. Um, she, she put it so that if they want that seat, if they want to have that seat and not have her in it, they put the entire Senate at risk. I think that Democrats are still going to run. I think they are still going to run a candidate in their race. And I also think that I, I think we're, it's premature to say the, the shrewd political move was, is a success. I think it's, I personally think it's a, I think it's a Hail Mary move and it's the only move she had, right? She's going to lose a primary. It's either switch to a Republican where she'll lose a primary over there, stay as a Democrat where she'll lose a primary over here, or be an independent where she doesn't have to participate in the primary system and she is still, she still gets that incumbency bias. She still gets all of those perks of being the current senator. I think she is very toxic and I think she's going to find that um, neither Republicans nor Democrats are going to go to her. I think that, and, and so the question will be, you know, who, what, I, I think that it could heavily fuck the Democrats if they run, a, if they run someone in that seat. I think they have to, I think they have to, you can't, you can't capitulate to her on, on this saying either you let me destroy your agenda and not get anything done or, um, you know, like I, or I destroy it and you get the Republicans. I, I think that, I think that this is a great move on her part, like politically perfect move for Kirsten Cinema. Also the only move she, move she had. Can you, uh, uh, this piece of trivia just popped in my mind and I think it's true. Ooh. Can you name another Senator? The only other Senator to switch parties, um, mid, mid, um, mm-hmm. mid term term. Yeah. Sorry. Thank you. Uh, can you name the only other senator to switch midterm? Uh, Is it Arlen Specter? No, uh, I don't think so. Um, the, the the most recent one I'm thinking of uh, is um, Shelby from Alabama. 
He went from Democrat to Republican. Oh, Richard Shelby. He did do that. Richard I, Shelby. I yeah. did. Yes, I did know. But that. you might be right, too. I just I just remember thinking like, oh, yeah, I read that trivia. That's no, like she's that's, one of the only. That's very uh, interesting. Uh, Governor, uh, I know we were talking about Senate. Governor Justice uh, in West Virginia yeah. also did this uh, like recently. Clown. Yeah, that guy sucks. Um, but also switched from Democrat to Republican during his time as the governor. Well, do you count uh, Bernie Sanders switching from independent to Democrat just to run for president and no, switching back no, as soon as he was done? <laughs> no, he keeps saying it's because of rules in Vermont. And like, I I would have I would have a problem if he but if he were the person who's like fucking up the agenda, but he absolutely isn't. <laughs> like like <laughs> like I. Uh, maybe I'm a Bernie bro now. Like he's, he's always doing the shit that we Jesus. want him to do. He's always doing the shit that we want him to do. He is, it, he fights till for the 2022, sh- almost 2023 for you to be a Bernie bro. He Mark fi- this down. He fights for <laughs> what we need. <laughs> oh. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a crazy uh, I have a friend who and I'm using friend loosely uh, he doesn't listen to this podcast and he wouldn't so I don't care um, who's a, a libertarian and he um, he's he, he was like excited at the idea of Kirsten Cinema becoming independent and he, he wants uh, Manchin to also switch to Republican um, let me be clear he's a libertarian who has mm-hmm. libertarian ideas but he's not a, a MAGA Trumper he he, mm-hmm. he pretty much hates uh hates uh, the former president and and his ilk so but he's still like you know sometimes i'm like man what are you thinking yeah i i can't here's the thing about libertarians and i do apologize if any libertarians accidentally stumble upon this because i know if anyone heard any of it they would be like no thank you um i i mean like the the personal freedoms uh situation that libertarians claim to you know like believe in it is always so flimsy it always is like i believe in personal freedoms uh but when pressed no i'm just gonna go with the person i'm just gonna go like they always go with the conservative in the room regardless and it's just like i think that like you know the i think that these things should be legal and we should be able to do whatever my i guess my biggest gripe with them is that i just can't can't deal with like (laughs) <laughs> oh yeah, I agree that weed should be legal and we should let people marry who they want to. And but I think your your policy of no one gets healthcare or school isn't great for me. <laughs> I just kind of don't agree with that. <laughs> when you guys start going, "Hey, you know what we should get rid of? Public school." I'm like, "Uh-oh. <laughs> no, thank you." It's- some some libertarians too will, will accidentally reinvent government again. They'll be like, we mm-hmm. don't want the government to yep. do stuff. But you know, if we had a collection of of like uh, businesses and organizations that would help pave our roads, and we have to dictate and set a standard for that, you know that yeah, yeah. yeah man, you're just reinventing yeah. government. You've that's, just that's what it is. You've described government. <laughs> you've you know that thing that you keep saying you hate so much. You've described that as your solution to this. <laughs> like, it is always, it, yeah. I, I, it is always. It's just kind of tough, right? Like, I'm like, I uh, look. Everybody's right a little bit. You, everybody gets a, there. A lot of ideologies get it right a little bit, but like, I think there, <laughs> there's none that I like. There's none that get me more than than <laughs> libertarians, because <laughs> it's just like. The, if if we had like the libertarian government that like libertarians truly want, 
poor people are so fu like like you are dead you are going to straight up die we have we have like 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 this the state we do uh you know healthcare for people who are like low income like states do that and and it was expanded under uh under the ACA uh, like who like what the like like income levels are and stuff like that it's just like a libertarian's like no you unless you have a job you don't have health insurance and i'm like you know what i don't i personally don't think we should tie health insurance to uh, employment because sometimes employment wanes the unemployment yes. rate goes up and goes down so the idea that we're like uh, acceptable losses for those people i think is pretty fucking wild it, uh, so at one of the many weddings i was at uh, one of my friends who uh, I'm, I'm actually pretty good friends with him he's a nice guy mm -hmm. uh, he's, a, he's a republican and he asked me a question like in our discussions, like what's wrong with tying employment to, to healthcare, and I, I just I was so befuddled that I couldn't actually respond because I was like, because mm -hmm. it's bad, you know. I yeah. couldn't choke out the words because it's a horrible idea. Yeah. It's a horrible system. I mean, um, the man's the, the the guy I was talking to, his wife, um, they have two two wonderful children, and she had no paid maternity leave either uh, for either kid so the whole time. That's and bad. <laughs> And it's something he wants. So I'm like, okay, wait, so no, no, you don't get that. See, that's also it. That's also it. Yes. They're like, yes. I don't yes. want it, it. It always seems to sort of like backwards translate to, and honestly, not even honestly, not even backwards. I think I'm trying to, I'm trying to be too deferential, but it's almost 2023. I'm going fuck no more. I think uh, like it always tends to be like this super selfish ideology of, of, the poor's don't get it, but because I'm in a good spot, I deserve that yeah. stuff. Like yeah. I deserve healthcare, right? Because I grew up in a, in a home that was pretty stable and I was able to like, you know, get, uh, you know, I was able to get a job and, and this kind of thing because, I, because of the, but, but those motherfuckers over there, they're not working. And I don't know what the reasoning behind that is. It could be because they are, you know, d uh, you know, they are hurt and I have, don't have the ability to work. It could be because of mental health issues. It could be because of anything, but I don't care what it is. I deserve the stuff and you don't. It's always, I deserve the stuff and you don't. And I just, that's just like that. That's, I find that happens so often with like the libertarian, like, uh, ideology and it's so annoying like to, it, it makes me more angry than sometimes like than when I talk about Republicans which I get pretty mad about that too <laughs> yeah no it, it's a lot of like uh, I don't care about it until it affects me personally yes. that's one of my favorites mm -hmm. um, and then the the if it benefits someone who I can look down on then I don't like it either yeah. you know the well, what are these burger flippers at McDonald's? What do they deserve? Like, what are you talking about? Yeah, you know, it's it's it's. I uh, if you gosh. if you use the term burger flipper, I will push yeah. you. I will push you into a well and I'll walk away. <laughs> You'll live in that yeah, well. Yeah, it's, <laughs> I, I worked at the at a Wendy's in our college town, and for seven twenty five an hour, so minimum mm -hmm. wage, and they had me asphalt the parking lot. Yeah. Like literally a bag of asphalt, drag it out in the parking lot and like use a broom to flatten it out. I'm like, I'm twenty and I make seven twenty-five an hour. It's fucking Why? crazy. What? 
what am I doing here? It's fucking crazy. <laughs> you know, there's no like so. it, it. See, that's that's always it's always looked down upon. If you have a minimum wage job, it's because you're doing the least. And it's like, no, we have a minute like of a minimum wage job. You likely are asked to do so much more nonsense because you're working a minimum wage job. You can't afford to say no. Like you have to. It's so exploited. <laughs> it's so bad. It's so absolutely bad. Oh yeah, um, and, and I know we're we're going off the rails here, but I'm going to keep going off the rails. Please do. When people when people say things like, "Oh, well, those minimum wage jobs are for teenagers. It's for people who, you know, it's for for the kids." You you know what? My response: What if it's Monday in October mm-hmm. at 11 a.m.? <laughs> what high school kids work in that? Yeah, who's, who's working that? Who's making your frappuccino, dog? Like it's not like yeah. I don't think like I. I think the pandemic taught like I, one of the things that like one of the great things we could take out of the pandemic, which like uh, I mean, mental health wise was so fun. But like one of the things you take away from the pandemic is, is like, oh, society crumbles when people when when people who we are doing jobs that we deem like, you know, less than can't like when we shut those down. uh Oh, we're all lose our fucking minds. <laughs> like th- I, I think it's. The fact that Pennsylvania's fucking uh, minimum wage is still seven twenty five is uh, is is disgusting. Oh yeah, disgusting. I raise that minimum wage so fast. Our neighbors are doing it. Our neighbors are doing that. They're they're legalizing marijuana. Uh, I just I, the the Pennsylvania Republicans are, will never cease to enrage me with their what? inability I- to do anything popular. I don't know the full story of this, but have you seen that there's like still holding seats yep. open that they're not yep. like oh, seating some people? They're pushing the well. They're they're pushing. Um, Democrats. Long story short, Democrats should have a majority in the um, Republican leg. Uh, sorry, in the in the PA House um, for the first time in a very long time. They should have that. They should have that majority when the session starts. Um, there are a couple of Democrats who won seats in congress i believe or just won different elections for for different jobs that they're going to take and one of the members who won died so democrats are like okay let's hold elections as quickly as possible and republicans are like no we're going to not only try to push these elections off so that we still have the majority but we're also going to try to ram through constitutional amendments to put on the to put on the ballot uh, that'll be uh, probably voted on by the Pennsylvania public in a fucking primary election in an off year in like the 2023 primary election. Like th- this is this is a this is a desperate power grab from ho- from PA House Republicans. It's disgusting. And we need to fucking and, and like we need to blow up Brian Cutler's fucking phone <laughs> until uh, until this gets fucking resolved. It is, it is, uh, this is another Republican power grab. They, they don't win. They didn't win. So let's, let's take power in another way. My, uh, the district I live for Pennsylvania uh, house, uh, I think the Democrat won by, I want to say 30 votes. Like it was mm-hmm. real close and she beat the incumbent. So you're welcome for that. Uh, <laughs> one of my votes counted. You did it. Um, Your vote counts. <laughs> Every vote counts. Yeah. No, so a long time ago, I, I interned for my my local state representative who's Republican. So I got to meet a lot of Republican leadership in the Pennsylvania House back. This is 2015, so I'm I don't even know if half those people are are still in, in employed. 
Um, but I got to meet a lot of those those guys, and they were all. I went to a a like a, a one of those meetings, and there was a lot of like we can't let the Democrats do whatever they want sort of stuff with our state, you know, toward a deal. And then I met the Speaker of the House, who was like Tarzai or something like that at the time. I Mike Tarzai. Yeah, yeah. So I met him, shook his hand. I have a photo with him, and. He was like, you know, we need bright young minds like you. And I'm like, I bet we do. We definitely do. That. When you you're find right. out my things, you're not going to think that. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, Pennsylvania politics, we're all, we're, we're, we're good on a national and statewide level, but we, we kind of fuck ourselves in the. Uh, I mean, we're good on a national and statewide level in the sense that like, I mean, didn't we just fucking, you know put donald trump in the white house not too long ago <laughs> well okay sure there's that but we did course correct we did uh, and barely <laughs> but we did course correct thank you philly we did course correct and the, uh, the my my friend who talked well, I, I had a discussion with about um the employment tied to health care him and his family voted for joshua Shapiro. they they were they're very much like Mastriano's a, a nut. Yeah, so. yeah. It's, it's, and like, you know, we just kind of have to hope that we keep nominating the most dangerous person in the world to be. To... Can, I, can I ask you, actually, this is something I wanted to pick your brain about. Oh, yes. I don't even know if there's a timeline on this. Honestly, podcast, I don't give I... a, we haven't had one that we truly just talked for a pretty good time long. So, God. Can I, how do you feel about rat fucking? Like, how do you feel about the, the propping up? In primaries, the dangerous candidates like Mastriano yeah. to hopefully defeat them because I have mixed feelings about it. So okay. I, I want you to convince me either way. I have mixed feelings about it too. So I don't think I'll be able to convince you either way. Cause here's the thing. I agree both. <laughs> I, I can, I'm going to 100% both sides this issue. Um, I 100% see how fucking danger it is. Uh, sorry, dangerous it is to be like, hey, and, and it also kind of undercuts what our point is, which are these are some of the most dangerous people to to get to do something that could potentially elevate them to a higher office and let them make the dangerous decisions we've been warning everybody about. That's not a great call. However, I agree. Yeah. I I will. Um, I I I'm a I'm a crooked media podcast listener. I am the I am the John Lovett of Harrisburg. And I agree wholeheartedly that all Democrats. <laughs> yeah, it's just slowly. No. That one slowly seeps in. Uh, I was going to make a comment, but keep going. Uh, I, I, in, in the reality, what Democrats did was they put out, they took some money. Um, they took a little bit of money from the pot. They put out an ad that said, hey, Republicans are trying to do this dangerous shit. And the Republican base is like, hell yeah, and voted for them over the other one. That's all the Democrats did. They told people what the what the people who they're running for, uh, uh, like what they stood for. And the Republican base love it. And the uh, general electorate do not. So it. It worked in some senses. And, and like, I'll give a couple of examples. Like you said, with we have um, we have um, uh, Mastriano losing in Pennsylvania after getting a little bit of help with the nomination. But let's be clear. He won by enough that like, what are we we're saying that that one ad from Shapiro was what tipped Mastriano to get the nom? Not really. Uh, uh, Lou Barletta is furious at <laughs> Shapiro. <laughs> We, we also have um, in, um, I believe it was Michigan, um, uh, was it Peter Meyer, one of the Republicans who voted for 
I am I should be looking this up, but I'm not. <laughs> so so take this with a grain of salt. I'll look this up when you talk, just so I can confer. I can't talk and type at the same time. I'm very bad. Um, but uh, in Michigan, Peter Meyer, a Republican who voted for impeachment, um, was running against. I believe his name was John Gibbs, uh, a MAGA Republican. Ads went out saying John Gibbs is a dangerous MAGA Republican. The Republican base love it. He gets the nom, Peter Meyer's out, um, and Democrats win that seat in November. They, 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 uh, I believe it was Hillary Shulton beat him. I'm again, I, I'm doing a whole lot of stuff from memory. I gotta go pull this shit up, but like it, it works. I don't like it because I, I definitely see how it's fucking dangerous, but when it, when it works, it works. Hillary Shulton beat John Gibbs by 13 points in that race that Peter Meyer had just previously won. I don't, I, I can see it is, it is very dangerous and absolutely uncut undercuts our point. But if we're just putting out an ad that says, Hey, this person's dangerous. Cause they like this, this, and this, and the Republican base see it and they're horny for it. I, I don't think that that's us really doing anything wrong. Yeah, so I, I agree with you uh, on a lot of basically what you just said. And I think I can speak to the Mastriano's case specifically. Like, didn't Trump endorse him before the, uh, the, the like, kind of Trump, like Trump pretty, jumped in? I, I thought it was close to, uh, I thought it was close when he endorsed. I didn't think it was like, I didn't think he endorsed him like out, for, like outset and like, like really backed him. I thought it was like, it got closer. He put out an anti-endorsement before he put out a Doug Mastriano endorsement. He told, he put out an endorsement that an anti-endorsement saying, whatever you do, don't vote for Bill McSwain. Um, he's like, I hate Bill McSwain. Don't ever vote for Bill McSwain. Um, before he actually came out with his endorsement. Uh, so, so I don't, I mean, that's, I don't know. I, 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 but, but I, I, it's definitely, da- let's not pretend it's not dangerous. Yeah. Well, they're all all the all the Republicans now are are crying about candidate quality, candidate quality. But it's you. This isn't new. No, <laughs> we, it's 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 no. you've had a candidate quality problems for a very long time. And you, I mean, when Herschel Walker was running, you had to have Lindsey Graham and, and um, Ted Cruz kind of all sit next to him just to just to speak because and then they say they would say things like this one got me real bad it was like mm. oh well we don't care what he, as long as he wins winning yep. is a virtue that's the specific quote mm-hmm. was winning is a virtue yeah and it's you 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 didn't you can cry about it but you created this beast I guess is I, the, the I think main, that's true main point I think that's absolutely true I think that Republicans have uh they are they are now trying to tame the beast that they have created and the beast is eating them alive like let's be super clear about something let's be super clear about something you run if you run a generic republican in place of blake masters in place of dr oz in place of uh herschel walker this may look very different if you if you don't run a fucking flunky in new hampshire uh like maggie hassan probably would have had a tougher fight than she had like you like we're seeing we're seeing some of the worst of the worst in Ma- in the maga universe in the maga cinematic universe in the cinemaga universe and sorry <laughs> that was me doing a bunch of alts rapid fire <laughs> but uh but like we're seeing some of the worst candidates <laughs> we're seeing some of the worst cinemaga candidates universe you like it it's good it's good 
It's good. I'm not going to take that back. I'm, I'm very proud of that joke. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, I think that if you, <laughs> if you change some of these, some of these, you, you, you have Republicans potentially getting the Senate, having bigger gains in the House, but they are, they are lustful for the worst of the worst. Some of the, some of the most like creepy Blake masters looks like he is committed crimes <laughs> like like they, they are they are they are interested in the worst of the worst to lead them and they want the top of that to be donald trump but right now he's toxic to the general public and he took a he took a winnable fucking a winnable midterm uh for for the republicans and drowned it like they have a they have a nine seat majority and they l- did not get the senate and they should have you have record hot, like, like like incredibly high inflation. Uh, people are still pissed. We're still in like a situation where like, you know, like p- people are angry still like that's where they thrive. Get a generic one in there. Just to get, if you, if they ran a bunch of Glenn Youngkins, they'd win, but they didn't. I, I think D- David McCormick wins uh, over um, David McCormick wins. Oz, Dr. Oz. And I, I, I don't, so. I don't like saying that. But I do think that oh, yeah. I think Dave McCormick wins, and and I he's he's a he is a fake phony, and and slim and slimy and gross and weird, but I think he is palatable enough to enough of the right that they it's not like a I have to hold my nose and vote for them in the same way that they had to do that for Doctor Oz or like Herschel Walker. Mm. <laughs> I like it. Let's move. <laughs> to our final topic of the night we're almost at the end of the year um just a warning we may not have a new episode out next week we might just enjoy the new year but we may we'll have to see so blah 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 um so this this may be the last episode of the year of alcoholics for the for 2022 and honestly uh though i love my co-host very much and i i miss her i hope she's doing well i say i miss her she's in the other room um i i, I also love your co-host and i miss her and i, I... <laughs> I am very happy to be doing this with uh, with a very good friend and uh, lovely guest, always on here, playing trivia, uh, doing mm-hmm. all sorts of cool shit. Coming in second place to Katrina, I want to add. Constantly. Always, every time. I don't think I've ever won. It's nope. always second place by but, like one. But you get Katrina, second, so. and we always have three people, so you always finish <laughs> right in that silver, baby. <laughs> you get that silver. <laughs> So uh, I wanted to talk about I'm I'm I wanted to talk about um what we're excited for in the coming year. Now I I know that we you know, you can have I know this is a political co- podcast we talk about politics. It doesn't have to be political. It could just be personal. It could be um sp- spiritual. <laughs> what do you what do you have coming up in the year 2023 that you're excited for? Or I, I'll also. And, and and this could not a, not necessarily or could be an and actually. What are you excited to leave behind in twenty twenty two? Oh, okay. Well, I will say the number one thing I'm most excited for next year mm-hmm. is definitely Spider Man, Cross the Spider Verse, <laughs> the movie. <laughs> no, no, uh, yeah, I mentioned it earlier. Um, <laughs> 
Oh, uh, I didn't think. No, man, I love I love Spider Man and the Spider Verse. The first one. It was uh, a fucking one great my, movie. One of the best animated movies I've ever made. So a I'm movie that you sequel. you can listen to Arista talk about that movie on. If you go to Spotify, there's a there's a podcast called Arista's Mo- Arista's Movie Adventure where we talked about that movie, and I I love that movie. It was so good. Yeah, it's great. better better than any. No, no. So, uh, uh, so I mentioned before, I'm getting married next year. So, um. You know, got nine months to to kind of <laughs> save up for it, but I'm definitely excited for uh, for that. We're we're going to um, Punta Cana for our honeymoon. Oh. It's pretty exciting, uh, an all inclusive where there's no children. <laughs> Hell yes! And um, Hell yes! Yeah. <laughs> so it's 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 literally, and we're we're getting the we're paying extra for like the the I think it's like butler service too. So you like literally text a phone. I would like a margarita and then oh, they will yeah. show up with one that's the so, kind of uh, that's the kind of bougie life i want to live <laughs> yeah I it's, need it. we were literally like this is probably the only time we'll mm-hmm. ever have to do that be able to do this so uh let's yep. do it yep. um i mean I, i'm also I excited to get married and all that all that stuff so but uh you know that's so vacation great. and tell, tell us behind. tell us before you before you leave before you leave something behind tell us tell us something you love about your betrothed Tell us something that, tell us something that you like, like, for example, it doesn't like, like, I'm not even saying it has to be like a big thing. They're just like, like, they're like little things that, that are, are really cute and make you go, oh, I love this person. What's something that you, what's something that you love about your betrothed? There's often times where we're like driving somewhere or going somewhere to doing something and we'll see, we'll see something like a person walking down the street or, or, or you know, it's not a good example, but we'll see like something happen and we'll both make the same joke at the same time. Like literally we'll speak the same words at the same time. And it's very like, man, we spend too much time together. That's adorable (laughs) though. That's adorable. That's so sweet. What's something you want to leave behind in 2022? Ooh. uh, Oh man. Um, I started this and I didn't even think of something to say. Uh, I think you don't have Man. if if you're look if you loved 2022 and all about it <laughs> everything that happened in there you don't have to you don't have to you don't have to leave anything behind take it all with you into 2023 baby no i i mean in, in 2022 for me personally it was a lot of like financial kind of where we're doing weddings we're buying a dog that was way too expensive we're doing (laughs) (laughs) we're doing all these um crazy things so i think next year it'll be good to focus up Um, yeah that's a very canned like serious answer but you know no it's good it's the first thing that popped in my mind that's good. That's good. I mean, look, you're rolling with the punches. I'm literally asking you questions I didn't put in the outline. This show is is mostly being made up on the spot by the two of us. You're going to produce Let me ask you friend. some questions. Oh, hell yeah. Let me ask you some questions. Okay. What was your favorite movie of this past year? My favorite movie of this past year? Shit. Here's the thing. And why was it the Weird, Anko- Weird Al Yankovic movie? It was the Weird Al Yankovic movie. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. It was the Weird Al Yankovic movie. I'll tell I didn't you actually why. see it, but I, I heard it, Quinta Brunson played Oprah. So Oh, she fucking sure did. It was wild. I got high and sat on the couch and watched this movie with my wife, and it was perfect. <laughs> it was perfect. It was ever because I, I truly was like, what is going on? Like, like I didn't know exactly what it was. And they didn't put some of the stuff in the trailer, 
because uh, some of the stuff in the spoilers for the Weird Al Yankovic movie, it's not a real serious bio of Weird Al Yankovic. <laughs> He's doing some real wild shit in there. There's a full ass plot to the movie. Um, but that was such a, it was so fun. It was just a very funny, <laughs> it was very funny, uh, fun time to, to, to have, um, what, what about you? What is your favorite movie of 2022? The, I, by the way, well, that's, I'm glad you, by the way, I'm still thinking of my actual answer, but I did love yeah. that movie. I'm not going to pretend. I'm I glad did. you asked after I prompted you to, to, to answer. Um, yeah. uh, I actually, I legitimately loved everything everywhere all at once. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you had a chance to see that. Um, that's I loved it a lot. I uh, think Katrina and I agreed that we're going to watch it on Christmas. <laughs> you should. It's a, I don't know if you've seen uh, the directors, their first name is both of their first name is Daniel. So they go by the Daniels. Okay. I don't know if you saw the Daniels first movie, which was Swiss army man, which is the Daniel Radcliffe <laughs> farting corpse yep. movie. Yep. Okay. Yep. That's literally to a T the exact way I would have described it. I didn't see the movie, but that's what I knew about it. Everything everywhere all at once is a much better film. <laughs> and it's more, more, um, Oh, really? <laughs> Digestible, more and more, uh, like the palate is, it's easier on the palate, mm -hmm. so to speak. Like, I could not show Caitlin uh, Swiss Army Man, but we watched uh, Everything Everywhere All at Once together. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's a good movie. You should watch it. I think everybody should watch it. It's a good, good, like, man, uh, about like immigration, like Im the, the life experience of immigrants and nihilism. And, and it's it's very good. Yeah. It's very good. It, it looks, I, I've seen great things. Um, and I heard it does the multiverse correctly. Um, so I will be, uh, I will be checking, checking that out on, uh, Christmas. I will say that I'm looking forward to the next year. Um, so what I'd like to leave behind in 2022 is MacBook issues. If I have to <laughs> deal with this MacBook one more fucking time, I'm going to lose my mind. So wait, um, is it the same MacBook? No, this have well, you been buying new ones? No, 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 no. I haven't been look, I'm not <laughs> I joke around about being you rich because MacBook I have money? a pool, but I do not have MacBook on MacBook on MacBook money. <laughs> um uh my first MacBook, the the older one, messed up. So I did purchase a new MacBook at that time. Then that one, according to them, this is a real, like a, an actual problem, which I'm like, if you motherfuckers know this is a problem, why is no one doing anything about it? Apparently my, um, my computer died while trying to, um, while trying to do an update, like a, like a software update, like a system update rather. So an operating system update. So it, there's something in there that, locks it and doesn't let it work anymore so they fix that for me for free so this is but i lost all of the stuff on each laptop I, 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 obviously the second time it was much better than the first because <laughs> the first time i lost every podcast recording i have lost every um every little thing i put on my computer it's all it was all gone and you'd think i'd learn when i got the next one but i'm like what's the chances of that one not turning on high apparently um so uh, that, that so i'd love to leave macbook problems behind f forever honestly forever i'd love to use this one for the rest of my life if i can um and then what, what here's the thing what am i excited for in the new year i didn't even fucking think about that uh what i am excited for is succession comes back in the spring yes yes and if there's if there's something i love 
it is Succession. I love it so fucking much. I can't wait. I can't wait. Oh, I can't wait. Uh, but yes, I, I forgot that that comes back in the spring. I am so, so, so excited um, for Succession. Um, is there is there a show that you're excited for in uh, in the in the coming year? I think um, the, my my first thought was uh, the Last of Us TV show that's coming out on I, HBO. I Max. love those video games quite a bit. So yeah, uh, um, yeah and, and it's the guy who did um, uh, Chernobyl. Excuse me. And I don't know if you ever looked at this. Up. Have you seen Chernobyl at all? No. The show Chernobyl, incredible. It, it's mm. an incredible TV show. Also, the guy who did like Epic Movie, yeah, uh, and like <laughs> oh, scary yeah. movie. Scary movies like three, four, superhero movie, The Hangover three, uh, two and three. I, what I know and, is... and yeah, yeah. So it, it's those, and then one of the more acclaimed miniseries of all time. It's what, how he uh, the one of the the, the guy um, I believe we're referring to Craig Mazin or Mazin. Mm-hmm. Um, I knew him. I didn't know who he was, but he plays a character in Mythic Quest. And oh, really. I'm, he plays in the first, either the first or the, I think it was the first in the first season of Mythic Quest. The one of the me, the mean tester. Um, there's they're the two they're the two testers that usually work together, but then they have this other they have this other tester come in, um, named Lou, and he was like a fucking asshole. And I'm just like this guy, who is this guy? And I look and it's like this guy created Chernobyl. <laughs> I'm like what? Wait, he has a bit role in Mythic Quest and the mother. I was. I thought that was wild. I thought that was crazy. Yeah. Mm. But I think uh, I think the Last of Us TV show is going to be pretty good. I'm pretty excited for it. So yeah, yeah. I, I think that it looks. I'm probably going to watch it. I think I I played the. That's okay. I played the Last of Us the first uh, the first one, and I when I say played, I mean Katrina and I both played, but I try to make her play more than I did because I like watching video games rather than playing them. Um, and then in the second one, I think I just watched a bunch of the clips online to find out what the story was <laughs> instead of buying it and playing it. Yeah, I, I hate horror video games. I'm not very good at it and I get spooked with video games yeah. very easily, but I still played through both of them and I love them because I'm not a coward. Um, <laughs> damn, no, I'm calling them, no, no, with other video games, I'm very much, uh, no, no, I'm too scared. I've <laughs> like, been, so I've been playing Dead by Daylight recently. Have you ever played that game? Too, Sounds like I wouldn't like it because I'm too spooked. It is. It is a game. It's, it doesn't have like a story. It's like five. Well, it does have like it has lore and whatever, but it's not like a it's not a game that has like a beginning, middle and end when it comes to like a story mode. Um, It doesn't have a story mode is uh, the shorter way of fucking saying that sentence. Anyway, uh, essentially, there is one player who is the killer and you chase around the other four players who are the survivors and you have to try to kill them before they escape the blah 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 i've been playing that a lot it when i first started playing it i was so scared and i was screaming every time shit would pop down uh but now it is so like i get it now so i'm like more in the zone i still get scared sometimes when shit just pops up next to me i don't like that but I am much better at it than before. Katrina loves that game. If uh, she were here, uh, she would. She lo- she loves that game. She desperately yearns to murder, which I don't mm. like as a personality. But yeah. <laughs> that's just how it do. Um, yeah. Before we go, one more. I'm gonna throw another curveball at you, and I'm gonna. I don't have my answer either. 
and I'm trying to think about it while I'm doing this. What is a hot take you have for the year 2023? Hot takes only. Give oh. me the hottest of takes. Hot, hot takes only. Um, I know now, it's. See, I know we're recording on I was Friday, gonna but say, we're going to say this is hot take Wednesday in our chat. <laughs> I mean, my immediate thought is Joe Biden should declare he is not running for president. That's a hot take. I, is that really hot? I don't think it's hot. I don't That's think cold. it's hot because uh, here's the thing. I've been believing that for the longest time, including when he was running for president. <laughs> I thought, I thought my man make a one-term pledge, just beat the guy and get the fuck out. Um, so, so I don't know how I would, I don't know if I could describe that as a hot take, but, but I have, I, I have a hot take. I have a, a real hot take. Let's hear it. Let's hear it. Give me. There's going to be too much Marvel content in 2023. Ooh. Okay. You think it's just, just, it's going to reach too much that we're just kind of like, we're out. We're already there. We're already there and we're piling on. That's what I think. I'm not there. I'm still, I'm Ooh, look, no. I'm a, I'm a Marvel slop pig. I'll, yeah. I'll give it to me. I do. I'll watch whatever bullshit you put out. What's that? There's a scrolls fucking series with, <laughs> with Sam Jackson as the lead. Okay. I'm in. Give it to me. I know. I'll watch secret invasion. Come on. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I'll watch it. I'll watch but it. it's too much. <laughs> Oh man, I can't wait for more Loki. Um, my hot take, my hot, hot, burning hot take. I don't even know how hot this is, but I'm gonna try it. Uh, Kevin McCarthy doesn't become the speaker. Steve Scalise does. <laughs> I think that I think that Republicans can't cobble the votes together to get Kevin McCarthy the speakership. And they look for someone who uh, they look for someone who they can all agree with uh, or deal with. And that responsibility falls to Steve Scalise. How many votes do you need to become the speaker? The majority, like the. Yeah, right. It's 218 or whatever. 218. So it'll be 217 and then one will be for Kevin McCarthy and then and then the rest will be for the, you know the Democrat uh, Democratic candidate but yeah, I'm saying Kevin McCarthy will be the only vote for himself in that scenario. Fair. I mean that's the I mean no one wants to vote for Kevin McCarthy. Like let's let's just be clear about the speakership. Like I don't think anybody wants it, but no one wants Kevin to have it. Like he just <laughs> is the one who's been like, oh, I'm taking it. And everyone's like, okay, Kevin, that's fine. But we don't want, they don't want Kevin McCarthy to be the speaker because you want someone to be the speaker who like, you know, is good. And like has like the ability to corral a crazy group of people and like no, man. has a presence. And this guy is just like nothing. <laughs> I'm excited for Hunter Biden investigations <laughs> for for hours. No reason. I can't for wait. Hours. I can't I'm wait. For it. <laughs> I can't wait until we get to watch the House committee hearing where Jim Jordan asks someone from Twitter why they wouldn't let us see Hunter Biden's dick. I'm just Oh my I'm god. I'm very we excited. Talk about that. <laughs> The whole like I can't believe they made it a big thing like the Democratic Party establishment is they're they're blackmailing Twitter to hide facts. No, it's it's they did what <laughs> they did with the Trump campaign and actually the Trump White House did 
which was reach out to Twitter about specific things that they thought violated content policy or didn't need to be up or what have you. And the like, let's be clear, the Biden's the Biden Biden was campaigning for president. Donald Trump was the president. They did the same things. If you're saying if you're saying Biden's is a is a uh, free speech violation, which it isn't because Biden wasn't the fucking government at the time, then Trump is definitely violating free speech. Like, sorry, that's if if that's if like if that's what your calculus is, that's that's just one to one. That's how that works. But can I can I say one one last quick comment? Absolutely. About uh, Nick Fanlin, I loved your wedding. Dan Clark, I loved your wedding. Yes, I was not talking about you, Nick <laughs> Fenlin. <laughs> Nick Fenlin and Dan Clark are two lovely people, and I bet had lovely weddings. Um, they did. It was great. And honestly, congratulations to both of them. And Arista, congratulations to you. And and I I am very very happy for you, and I can't wait to celebrate with you. Will you join in uh, a Bloomsburg chant? I'll definitely I'm join it. I will. I will. I'll learn. <laughs> you, I'll you, learn them before I go. <laughs> it's it's a call and response, and it's not hard. <laughs> God damn. Yeah. Trust me. I know. I've been at many parties with you. I've heard them all. <laughs> well, thank you. That's gonna do it for us. Thank you all yeah. for listening. Um, we really appreciate it. Uh, if this is the last time we hear from you this year, have a lovely, safe holiday season. Uh, stay warm. It is fucking cold outside. Uh, stay warm. Stay safe. Make good decisions or make fun, bad decisions, whichever ones you want to do. Um, you can find the podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere you find podcasts. You can find me on Twitter at Terrain Myricks right now. I'm probably not moving to Mastodon because I don't want to toot because I'm not a fucking idiot. Change the name of that and then I'll do that nonsense. Arista, where can people find you if you'd like for them to find you? Uh, I guess it's just at Arista30 on Twitter. I mostly shit posts and talk about sports. It's really dumb. Yeah. If you uh, wanna if you wanna hear a desperate man's take on the Sixers, <laughs> I got a I got a good follow for you. If you want to hear I mean, a if you want to hear a reformed uh, former Benonite <laughs> who who now will regularly call Ben Simmons a quote coward unquote. It's true, it's true, and I accept all of it. Yes, I I'm I accept defeat. It's it's you're reformed. I don't know what else to say. You're reformed. How do you feel? Just real quick. How do you feel about uh, the do you think uh, the Nets or the Sixers go further in the playoffs this year? I the Nets. Oh, uh, who goes further? I don't know, but I will say this: this team, the Sixers team. Oh, I'm going to get hate for this. I'm going to hate for this. Uh, this Sixers team is going nowhere fast as long as Doc Rivers is the head coach. Oh, 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 oh yeah, up. fire Doc! It's 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 it's. Oh, is there a doctor he's in the, the house? He, He's the best. He's the best floor raiser in the NBA. I think he's he's really good at raising the floor. Horrible like ceiling matcher. If that makes any sense. Yeah. The, I, I mean, if if there's something that the man he and Chris Paul have in common is they can't get it done in Game Seven. Uh, uh, yeah, I'm 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 over the Doc Rivers experience. I love it. I love Sorry. it. Um, Luca gets MVP this year. Uh, thank you all for listening. <laughs> We'll see you next, uh, either next week or next year. Uh, we'll see which one. Uh, thank you all. Have a lovely night and uh, cheers. <laughs>